Today we're talking about why the INFJ has such a hard time finding a partner. Nowadays I'm married, I have a family, but before that I was single for probably eight years. And when I look back at it, I really needed to change the way I looked at life, the way I looked at other people, in order to be able to have a relationship that is not only lasting, but that is actually realistic. Because if we're honest with ourselves, so many of those potential relationships we have thought of, they make sense in our mind, like completely, but for some reason they don't really manifest in real life. There is a reason why things are not working out. And I've talked to so many INFJs over the years and this is a common thing we always talk about. First off, it's like, I don't understand, it's so hard for me to find a partner. And second of all, you cannot imagine how often I have heard this story of, oh, there's somebody I'm interested in, that lives in another country, that lives, you know, far away, that has a completely different life than me. You know, I have actually talked about it in videos and people thought I was talking about them. And I had to tell them, listen, I have talked to at least five people this week that have had this exact same situation. And you know, for me, it was the same way. So I also had things going on that were outside of the country. And so there is a reason for that. So today we're going to tackle first off why this is happening. So what's really going on there? Second of all, how to fix that, how to get to a place where you have a relationship that makes you happy, that makes you fulfilled. And trust me, it will look differently than you actually thought. The answer is going to be in a different place than what you continuously are looking for. And thirdly, even if you're already in a relationship and you feel like something is missing, the key points we're going to talk about today will help you as well to find a new dynamic within your relationship that will change everything. Before we get started, remember to download the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. We also have a pillar on relationship management, so it will help you to jumpstart the whole transformational journey to your INFJ epic life. And if you wanna take it to the next level, then work with me privately. All the information and the link to the poster you find in the links in the description. We as INFJs have one common tendency, which is that we try to keep our circle very small. We like to have a couple of close friends and we would like for us to have all of our needs met through these people. But it is the short-term solution. We have to be aware of that because no person can be everything that you want them to be. Neither your best friend, nor a partner, nor like even three people around you. And that is something to keep in mind because if you think about all the people that you are interested in, they very often fall into one of those categories. Number one, you thought if you had a life with them, your life would be exciting. So what you do is you imagine yourself being planted into their life and suddenly their life would be much more better because you could help them, you could improve their life, but your life on top of everything would have more meaning. It would be exciting, there would be fun, you would have a place where you belong, and on top of that, you would have somebody that you could give you gifts to, somebody that you can share with, somebody that, you know, through your way of understanding them on like this INFJ way of understanding, which has everything to do with deep connections and encouragement, you know, you could give something to that person and therefore you would feel valued. 
So this is a common thing I hear from INFJs over and over again. It's not what people start off with when we have a conversation, but when we dig deeper, it's those things that come up. You say, oh, they have so much potential. There's so much they could achieve. And on top of that, my life would be exciting. And when I say it's so often that INFJs have like these things for people that are not living in our own country or in a different city, it is so often this image of an escape. But again, like remember, these things didn't work out. They didn't work out for a reason. What is the common denominator in those eight years that I was single? Me, right? You could say, oh, okay, I just have like those deep, you know, needs and they just cannot be fulfilled on a regular basis and therefore I'm, you know, single for so long or there's something wrong with me or people are just not understanding me and so on. And the truth was, no, I had to change. I had to not be satisfied with what was around me and to just say, oh, I'm just going to settle. I'm going to settle for a relationship that doesn't make me happy, for a relationship that doesn't, you know, help me grow, but that's just the best I can do. So I either have to settle for being single or being in a relationship that actually doesn't give me anything. So the results of both those situations would be that you're not satisfied with your life, that you still not feel fulfilled. And so many INFJs are stuck in this dilemma. And even if you're in a relationship, very often I hear from INFJs, my relationship isn't giving me that anymore. I was hoping for so much, but now I sort of feel empty and I don't know how to change that. So we have to really look at those tendencies why we want that relationship. And one of the main things is we want excitement, we want to escape from our life, and we want to be seen, understood on a very deep level. And the truth is those things cannot be solved by another person. If that was the case, you wouldn't have those troubles finding a partner. You could say, oh, okay, there's something wrong with you in particular, that's why you're not finding a partner, or you're just unlucky, or it's this one in a million chances, but once you meet that person, everything is going to be great. Really think back or think about the situation. Has in reality this relationship manifested and been able to keep you happy long-term? And the truth is no, because it isn't sustainable. The only person who can give you those things and in such a way where you don't have to compromise on who you are and what you want out of life is if you give them to yourself. So listen to me carefully because I really wanna make this clear. I'm not saying, oh, you have to give up on excitement or to say that you cannot have a relationship that is based on such deep connections or anything like this, but we're expecting for the other person to be our solution and nobody can take this on. That's why so many people feel INFJs are too deep. It's like way too much, it's too intense, and we push this onto other people in a way of, okay, I see what you're missing, I can give that to you, and therefore let's like, you know, be a team and do this together. And most people cannot take this, and there's nothing wrong with them. It's not their fault that they 
cannot go this deeply. And on top of that, it's even not something we should want. This is not healthy. This is a typical codependent situation because even if you get to a place where you say, well, I do so much for you and now I implant myself into your life, I mean, look at what kind of stakes are at play here and how much you're actually willing to give up of yourself. We as INFJs, we can carve ourselves out from an energy standpoint. That's why so many people around us feel seen because we can make space for them. But the problem with this is that if you make space for other people to such an extent, you're actually giving up of yourself. You don't know who you are. Are you willing to make compromises on like how you show up, how like strong you feel or how independent you are or what kind of like just interests you have. You know, this is the typical thing. INFJ meets somebody new. Oh, suddenly we're all interested in their music and their way of living and we know everything about their emotional state. And yes, you could say part of that is because you're just interested, you want to learn. But again, we do this to such an extent that it's not healthy. This is typical codependent, you know, like behavior and it's not long lasting. It's not like something that will fulfill you and it just doesn't work. I mean, think about it. There wouldn't be this whole thing of INFJs being single for so long. It took me forever to realize that no matter what I tried and I have tried everything. I thought I just have to give even more of myself. I have to be even more helpful. I have to be even more understanding. I have to completely neglect my own, you know, interests or strengths or whatever it is in order to make another person comfortable. I really thought I just wasn't enough. And this is something I hear from INFJs over and over again. When the truth was that a relationship can only last in a way that is long-term, that can make you happy in like a sense that is lasting, is if you have a life that you love and you add somebody to it. Having an escape, having something that you are willing to give up for another person is never going to be the solution. Another person as well benefits from you having your own life, from you creating joy for yourself, from you creating like that INFJ epic life. It's a completely different mindset. For me, there was no way I could imagine pulling somebody into my life because my life was really boring. Like I didn't like my life. And like, you know, in so many ways, INFJs say, my life, like my realistic life, what's going on in the real world doesn't really matter to me. It matters how I feel, what's going on in my mind and so on. But you know, there's a problem here. We live in the real world. And if you connect with somebody, you're also going to connect with them. Even if you connect spiritually and intellectually and all of that, you still have to combine those lives. You still have to make them work logistically. And therefore you have to be at a place where you say, this is who I am. This is what my life is about. This is where I want to go. And I want to combine it with somebody. I I'm okay with somebody coming into my life, adding to it, but the basis of who I am, where I'm going to go, that is not going to be open to any change. Like this is who I am. I'm not changing for you. I'm not really pretending I'm somebody else. I'm not like being your biggest cheerleader. 
I'm loving me, I'm choosing me. And then we create a future together where both partners are actually standing side by side and looking to the front and everybody has their own thing of growth and what they want out of life and also one that is connected, right? And so you can create something that is really sustainable, that makes you happy because different than that scenario, which I mentioned earlier, which would have been, oh, I just settled for something, you know, in this case, you're making sure you're already happy. You're making sure that, you know, your life is exciting and you just improve upon that with your new relationship. And that's a completely different approach. So, you know, I could give you some quick fixes like, oh yeah, just go for that personality type or whatever it is. But, you know, are those really the solutions? If they were, you wouldn't be single for so long. I wouldn't have been single for so long. And I really tried so many different ways until I recognized, no, it's really deeper than this. I have to change my life. I have to accept that nobody is going to be the solution for me but me. And facing that is extremely painful because the steps you have to take seem way too big. Like, how are you going to make your life exciting? You don't know what steps to take, right? That's why I'm always saying, you know, check out the poster, like start with those things. For INFJs, if you really start that process and if you grow in these areas, this is what we also do in bootcamp, like on a really deep level, you actually learn how to make your life exciting, how you want your own life to grow, how you make your energy grow. And then when you meet a partner, it's on completely different levels. You expect less of them. What you're looking for then is a partner who's at your level, who can be somebody who is just as excited about their life as you are about yours. They're not your project. They're not there for you to save them. And they're also not there to save you. And those are the things that are making the biggest difference. So if you're in that position and you ask yourself, like, you know, like this has been going on for a while, I don't know what to do, you know, focus on yourself. And not just in a way of, oh, I wish things would be different and why can I have this partner and so on. Put that a little bit on the back burner. A relationship is only going to make sense if you have yourself already taken care of. And in a psychological, in a real world, taking action kind of way, where every single day you're working towards becoming the person that you wanna to be, towards creating a life that is exciting with or without a partner. And this exists, like you have to be at a place where you know your trajectory is towards a life that even if you were single your entire life, you wouldn't feel like something essential is missing. You don't feel like you're heading in the wrong direction. You know that you're continuously building on yourself, you're excited, and then things are looking at a completely different state. You're going to look at people from a completely different angle. You're going to look for completely different things. You're going to look for people on completely different qualities. All of those things that took your breath away before, which was, this is the excitement in my life that I was missing. This is the solution for my life I was missing. This is the person that I could save that could make me therefore feel like I'm valuable. These things would be off the table and then you would be aware of red flags much more early. You wouldn't look for people like this. You would look for people who are stable, who are excited about life. And trust me, we go through life 
seeing what we want to see. So if you constantly feel like, oh, there's just nobody there for me, it's because we're focusing on the wrong things. Once we take care of that, you start looking in completely different places and everything else changes. So I really hope that helped you. Remember, download the poster. It will help you to make that jump and change your entire perspective on this topic. And if you wanna work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can do so as well. All the information you find in the links in the description. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video, why the INFJ seems too deep for most other people.